Hey guys, hope you're all doing super duper well. Um, quick thing, as always, before we get into the podcast, November and December will be remarkable. We're going to host two fantastic, remarkable, outstanding um, online sessions. First of all, 25th November. For the first time ever, we are hosting a online future fuel app where we talk about um, the future of operational fuel management in the airline industry. Um, already more than 100 experts from airlines um, registered. Um, we have people from Lufthansa as speakers. We have people from other airlines as speakers. Of course, we'll also do a speech and a lot of room for discussion. So head over to LinkedIn, head over to Facebook, search for Future Fuel Lab and make sure to join that outstanding um, conference 25th of November. And one more thing, um, 2nd of December, we will have a special edition of our AWOL product update. Also a online event, um, search for AWOL product update and make sure to join that too. We, will, we, are going to, um, we are going to launch a bunch of fantastic new features to our product, so make sure you don't miss that. And now let's get into the podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the ID1 audio experience. Uh, super happy that you tuned in again today for a quite interesting um, podcast episode from my point of view. It will be about one thing most airlines are, I'd even say desperately looking for at the moment. It is about cost saving. It is about reducing costs um, and I would like to give you insights into a little feature that some airlines are using and some of them are saving up to 1 million in fuel costs with this little, little feature. So as always, give you a little bit of context first, a little bit of backstory. First of all, saving money undoubtedly is at the top of every airline's priority list at the moment. Absolutely, undoubtedly, this is at number one at every airline's um, priority list. And I think even before this whole COVID-19 pandemic situation um, started, airlines constantly tried to reduce fuel costs. So with this episode, podcast episode today, you are going to learn about, as I mentioned at the beginning, a little feature that, at least up to now, is only used by a few airlines. However, this, this small software feature help, helps those airlines to really save up to one million on an annual basis. So let's get into it. Um, let me start with the numbers first. Numbers are always important. Probably, probably you know those numbers. I'm still, I'm, I'm happy to provide that because it, it really matters. When talking about fuel expenses, um, it is important to know that fuel expenses account for almost 25% of an airline's operating expenses. Um, this, according to IATA, 
um, at least in 2019, prior to the pandemic, the fuel bill totaled 180 billion dollars. A, a, a massive, massive, massive number. And therefore, almost every airline has, as I mentioned, applied various measures over the last decades already in order or aiming to shrink these costs. I'm talking about process improvements, I'm talking about new aircraft, more fuel-efficient engines, um, fuel hatching, and there are many, many other examples of things airlines have tried in order to reduce fuel-related costs. Um, however, there is this one approach, as I said, only fewer airlines are utilizing up to now, but it helps. It helps to save a considerable amount of money. And we like to call this function, this, this little, little software function, the NFX function. And I will tell you in a, in a second what this NFX function is about. But let me start with a, with a problem. The problem many airlines are facing and a problem that actually leads to actually unnecessary fuel costs. So it is really crucial to understand this, this problem. The fueling process itself, the refueling process of an aircraft at an airport, still, still, and if you're, if you, you're a, a, a regular listener to that podcast, you know that, it reflects a mainly manual and verbal process. Pilots order fuel verbally, fuel provider hand over paper-based fuel slips, and on and on and on. Everything, or most of it manual, most of it verbal. And that leads to a very particular problem, a problem we, we always like to call airlines pay for the fuel provider, although they are not refueling. Sounds crazy. I know, but I'll tell you how that happens. That, that verbal and manual process leads to that insane fact that airlines have to pay the fuel provider, although they do not need, the, do not need to refuel the aircraft. Whenever an aircraft arrives at an airport, the responsible fuel provider sends out a fuel truck. And I'm pretty sure that your first thought is, that makes sense. And actually, it makes sense for many flights. However, it disregards some particular flights. And the problem starts with so-called tankering flights. Many airlines operate quite, and this, this is surprising for, for many people, they operate quite a considerable amount of tankering flights. So, first of all, what, what is a tankering flight, in case you don't know? Fuel tankering is a practice whereby an aircraft carries more fuel than required for its next flight in order to reduce or in order to avoid refueling at the destination airport. For several reasons um, that makes very often sense. And the thing is, tankering flights are no rare event. For example, Eurocontrol calculated that alone in the European Union, just in the European Union, not worldwide, I unfortunately don't have worldwide numbers, but um, even for the European Union, this, this remarkable 2.1 million flights can perform fuel tankering annually. 2.1 million flights only in the European Union. So I'm pretty sure that if we um, 
put that on a global scale, we are talking about probably eight, probably 10 million flights every year that can perform fuel tankering. So what are the, the unnecessary fuel costs in that, in that context? Again, since most of the airlines cannot communicate digitally with its fuel provider, the provider, as I mentioned, will send out a fuel truck, even in case of a tankering flight. And therefore, the airline has to pay. So how, how's the reality? Tankering flight arrives at the airport. Fuel provider sends out a fuel truck to the aircraft. The aircraft captain tells verbally the fuel provider that refueling is not required. I'm on a tankering flight. Fuel truck leaves the aircraft. But as a result, the airline has to pay for the truck's availability. Totally, 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 and I could repeat that word for 100 times, totally unnecessary. So with the, with the NFX function, that is usually it's part of a, of a, of a larger fuel management software, um, you can avoid that, or airlines can avoid that. You can actually, you can call it a, a smart add-on since it, it, it literally enriches the primary scope of a fuel management software. And in general, airlines use fuel management software to, to improve the fueling process, especially to digitize the communication towards the fuel provider. So that means this, this small powerful functionality, the NFX functionality, what is it, what is it doing uh, in, in, in detail? It continuously calculates whether refueling is required at the destination airport or not. And that, that calculation starts before takeoff and continues during the entire flight. Now in case, in case refueling is not needed at the next destination, it allows to send out a message out of the cockpit directly to the fuel provider. That's it. The whole trick. It's really that simple. And as a result, the fuel provider does not send out a fuel truck to the aircraft. So ultimately, the airline has not to pay for the availability of the fuel truck. Pretty simple story. Sending out a message, we don't need refueling. Fuel provider does not send out a fuel truck. Airline does not have to pay for the fuel truck. It is that simple. Now, one of Europe's major flag carriers, you can hit me up if you want more details um, about that, was one of the first airlines to introduce the NFX function. They, indeed, they're operating a considerable amount of tankering flights, and that exactly was the reason why that decision paid off that quickly. It, I would say it was probably one of the fastest ROIs ever achieved for that airline, because after one year, and here's the, here's the, the number that comes in, after one year, the annual savings reached almost 1 million US dollars after one year and that repeats year after year. Of course, I have to say that the saving potential depends on an airline, on an airline's network, on the number of tankering flights operated. For smaller airlines or airlines that are focused on long-haul flights, the potential might be less, no doubt about it. However, I genuinely believe that during these testing times, every dollar counts. Therefore, personally, I highly encourage airlines 
to assess this possibility and to realize this additional savings potential. And as always, this is not about using our software and doing this with our software. This is about assessing this, this possibility, probably implementing it on their own, that is possible too, but make use of it because it really can save you money, money that is needed right now during these testing and unprecedented times. Make use of it. Welcome everybody to the first episode of our newest web show, Refuel, where we want to give you the insights you need about airline fuel management. So today is the first episode, so we have to first of all introduce ourselves. So I'm Robin, I'm your newest host, and to my uh, over here we have Ben. You know him from uh, the ID1 audio experience. Say hello to the, hey to the audience. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. Thanks. Uh, I hope it's not the it's not just the first and not the last time uh, you're well, here. Let's see. Let's see, let's hope for the best. So, um, probably you're going to ask yourself, so what is this all about? So, what are you going to talk about? So, as I already said, it's about airline fuel management. So, you're going to think about, okay, it's a niche topic in a niche. So, what are those two guys going to talk about for, I don't know how many episodes? So, um, the thing is, we put a lot of thought into that topic in the last couple of weeks. And we believe that it still today has a lot of potential to improve. So um, that's exactly why we want to give you all the insights we have currently about the topic and get into, into a conversation with you basically about um, how you currently approach airline fuel management, uh, what do you see though, where, where the problems are and how, well, what are your ideas on how to improve that in the future. So, um, those are the reasons um, we want to uh, basically do from now on a bi-weekly uh, web show on YouTube where we talk about um, the most important uh, topics we come up over the weeks um, about airline fuel management. So, for today, um, as we said, it's the first episode, so it has to be some kind of introduction to the topic and uh, what, what our main ideas are basically and what we're gonna, uh, what this part, web show is gonna uh, revolve around. Um, so, I think let's just get straight into it and uh, let's just hope for the best and <laughs> uh, see if we can deliver some insights to you already. So, um, from now on, first episode, introduction, what the hell is all this about? So, Ben, I'm gonna ask you now. So, the airline, f airline fuel management process, or let's call it, make it a little bit more specific, let's niche again, um, the operational fuel management process mm -hmm. of an airline. Mm -hmm. How does it look today? So, I think the word that describes this area best is manual. Okay. I've, I've seen many airlines, I've talked to, to many guys, to pilots, to fuel departments, operational departments, but still the answers you get is they're doing this whole process manual. So you're really, it's literally the pilot is sitting in the cockpit and screaming or shouting down the, the fuel they, they require for the flight. They uh, receive a um, paper-based receipt from the fuel providers and everything is, is manual. And for me this, it was quite 
shocking, surprising yeah. to see because you know, you think the, the aviation industry is a super digital forerunner industry, whatever you want to call it, but this process is still um, from the last century. And it's, it's really yeah. shocking. It's shocking. And the, the thing is, you know that better than I do, the turnaround process of an airline is so super important. Everything has to be efficient, mm -hmm. super fast, because as long as the aircraft is on ground, the airline uh, yeah, we all know that. So, and, and they are still relying on processes that are manual, that are inefficient in this particular field. So it was, as I said, shocking, surprising, but that's the way it is today. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so basically, you say that airlines spent millions and millions to improve operational processes, but still they talk to the the, the person that fuels the plane. Right. Right. And they get a paper receipt and everything, and exactly. that's completely and, and manual. The pilot has to take that paper receipt, take that with them on the flight, and hand it over back to the to the back office once the flight is completed. And so they have to type it into some kind of system. Exactly, exactly. And okay. you know how many mistakes are, are happening there, right? Of course, it's paper, and somebody has written down something. Six or is it nine? Or eight? Yeah, eight. 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 No, nobody knows. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so that's what we are today. That's in many at cases. Least in many cases, in I'm not saying that every airline yeah. is doing that that way. There are some. Um, Example of airlines who are doing it differently already today, yeah. but the huge, huge portion of airlines are doing exactly that way. Okay, okay. So basically, you're saying that there is a huge opportunity to to centralize, to digitalize, and standardize that pro that process. Definitely, definitely, definitely right. But, but certainly, I think the the problem is, or the question is, why didn't airlines do that? Or have they started to do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the problem is that it's a very, it's a complex topic mm -hmm. and airlines are flying of course to many airports and they would have to do that at every airport. They okay. have different fuel suppliers um, and different interplane agents and so on and so on. So it would be a quite a complex project to coordinate this cut with every fuel supplier. Maybe that's the reason why they haven't started. Yeah, so basically it's e that, that, that paper process works with everyone. It works, right. Yeah. So, but everybody's used to it. It doesn't get you anywhere. <laughs> okay, so so you're saying that when 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 we uh, an airline flies to different airports around the world, uh, so they fly to one airport, they have a, a contracted uh, fuel of fueler over there, another one over there, and another one in Australia, South Africa. I don't know. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Every single one of those fuelers might have a different. Yeah. Well. No, they don't have an IT system that they have to connect to. Nothing. It's just paper based. Some of them have own IT systems, yeah. but most of it is paper based. Yeah. Most of them is paper based. So, okay. So, basically, it's all about centralizing that communication between the, the, the two parties, digitalizing, offering them some kind of, let's say, communicative, communicative platform in the middle. Exactly, but I think it's not. It's not the. Yeah, it's the two parties, but the, the, the one party actually are contains a lot of different um, stakeholders. Different. You mean the fuelers? Exactly. Yeah. So you have a lot of different stakeholders mm -hmm. at, at each airport. Actually, yeah. you could even have uh, different fuelers at one airport, one yeah. or three different airports. Okay. Uh, fueler, sorry. <laughs> That's the way. Okay. So, um, but as you said, this. Let's let's imagine you know we in 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 the days we're living in right now, and I'm not talking about COVID at the moment. I mean the digital, <laughs> I mean the digital age. So, 
first of all, we, this, this communicative hub has to be some kind of digital solution. So imagine we have different airlines around the world and this hub is present at all the, all the different network airports mm -hmm. flying to. Um, and then you, you have that as a middleman for communication between the airlines and the yeah. airplane agents. Yeah. So no, no paper, paper reaching yeah. science signatures needed anymore. The airline, the, the pilot sends it to that digital hub and that gets dis distributed to the, to the fueler. Yep. And right. no contact, no nothing, no manual typing required anymore because it's finally in some kind of IT system. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. I think that, that is probably the, the most, most essential aspect and there are solutions out there mm -hmm. where doing exactly that, that yeah. aspect or mm -hmm. um, supporting in, in that aspect. Um, connecting the interplane agent on the one side from different airports yeah. and the airline on the other side. And then this platform or this hub is taking care for all the communication um, in going between, back and forth between. In between. Okay. Right. So okay. sending fuel orders, getting a, a um, mm -hmm. um, acknowledgement for the fuel order, um, sending milestones so the, um, the fuel is on their way, um, arrived at the airport, yeah. started fueling, fueling okay. ads, providing a digital receipt yeah. So the pilot has no longer to take a paper-based and hand it over yeah. to the, to the back officer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's about digitizing this whole process. And yes, there are solutions that support exactly that, that uh, use case. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. So, but, but, but it also would give you, because it, it finally, for the first time, it gives you that, that database of fueling data. That right. is completely, it is, you know, it, it's not, it, it doesn't require any manual input anymore. It's it's all digitalized, so you could probably even um, look at that data, look at the data you have, and analyze them, do some business intelligence with that, um, improve your process, and based on those insights you get from yeah, the data yeah, you have, yeah, right? Yeah. So it, it definitely offers also um, other opportunities. So when you when you talk to airline, this whole ground handling process very often is a, is a blind spot for them. Yeah. They, they, they do not know the details, what is happening. Mm -hmm. So it's very hard for them to, to analyze. This not only um, accounts for the fueling process, also for the catering mm -hmm. and, and loading, yeah. whatever. Yeah. But at least you can solve the fueling aspect with this kind of data because you have the, uh, the milestones and everything mm -hmm. and could do a very proper analysis. So what is going wrong during the yeah. fueling process? What is going good? Mm -hmm. um, are there anything that um, impact your your, your on-time performance? Whatever it might be, whatever uh, it might be, yeah. It, at least it gives you the, the fundamental or the foundation for doing such kind of analysis. Yeah. So, so for the first time ever, you could say that your whole fuel pro fueling process, uh, no matter which airport you're flying to, exactly. for the first time is centralized. Exactly. The process is the same everywhere. Yeah. And yeah. you can basically now use the insights you get from the database or any other insights you right. get to streamline your process, to improve it, cost cuttings. Exactly, which is super important right now, we all know that. Uh, we, we all know that in those times we're in right now, now I'm talking about COVID. Um, <laughs> the allies have to save the money in, uh, no matter where. Um, as you know, the, the turnaround process should work like a well-oiled machine right. and airlines have put millions into that to, to, to to improve every single little step, then get yep. cutting seconds out of that to yep. uh, cut down delays to save money to, to save money overall. 
Um, so with that idea we just talked about, a centralized communication hub to finally being able to, 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 to have just one process around fueling and every single airport you're flying to would finally enable you to um, really put, the, put that last puzzle piece into that and you know and, and have that one the, the, the opportunity to save to, to cut time cut costs even in the fueling process exactly and I, and I think a, a problem that existed that when, when airlines look at, at, at fuel or the fueling process or the, the, the cost of fueling um, they, they very much focus on the fuel price or what do they have to spend for the fuel um, with, with such a platform you won't save a lot of you won't reduce the fuel consumption. That is not not uh, not the deal. Yeah. But um, there are quite a considerable amount of, of delays that are related to the fueling process. Mm -hmm. And it depends on the airport, depends on the on the airline. But we can talk about at least two to three to five percent of the delays which are related to fuel mm -hmm. to the fuel process. So with with having such a platform, with streamlining the process, you can get rid of those delays. Yeah. And every delay minute costs you X Y Z dollars. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you, you have a, a, a financial reduction, but not directly related yeah, not, to the fuel costs. Yeah, so of course you still have to put yeah, the same amount of fuel exactly. into the into the plane to get from A to B. Unfortunately, Unfortunately yeah. <laughs> yes. Unless yeah, want you want to buy more fuel efficient planes, but that's another topic. Um, so it's more about the, the the processes that follow after that, or it's, like the upstream and downstream processes exactly. of the fueling processes, yeah, yeah. where you I, will make the savings because for the first time. You have one centralized pro, um, database and one centralized yeah, yeah. Um, process. Except, yeah. I, I always like to call it it's some kind of indirect savings, right? Yeah. So you, you reduce um, fuel-related delays, so you, you save in, in terms yeah. of um, delay costs. Um, you have a better data quality. Um, you, you avoid the risk of paying too much to the, to the fuel provider, so you have a, a, um, a saving potential there. Um, a streamlined process with a faster process, digital process. It's all indirect savings yeah. um, without being able to give you a figure, this um, yeah. saves you X, Y, Z money. Um, but there are there is a considerable uh, considerable amount of money you can save with that. Okay. But it's not related to direct fuel cost. You have to put more effort into that after implementing such a solution. Exactly. Okay. So I guess then. So okay. So at least now we have a. Let's say let's call it a foundation. You know, we presented the idea we want to talk about in this web show. Um, in the following weeks, we're going to go into more detail about the the bits and pieces of the idea and how to implement it. The present just different success stories, and most importantly, we want to use that show to engage with you, our listeners. So, if you have any questions, ideas, inspirations for our next shows, if you want to engage with us, get in, start a conversation about the topic, everything, put them down into the comments, let us know what you think, um, because this show is really about engaging with you, get in, start a conversation about the future of the airline fueling pro, fuel process and how we can reshape it. Uh, to make uh, the process more efficient more, and enable more cost savings. So for that, um, I can say nothing else but thank you for, for listening to our first, uh, first episode and see you guys in the next one. Welcome.
back to Refuel. Today is our second episode and again we're back with a pretty um, interesting topic for you. So going a little bit more into detail about, um, the, about the topics we talked about last time. Um, so first off, um, a little recap to our last episode. So we basically established our idea that we, um, that we have to reinvent the um, the aircraft fueling process um, of the 21st century. So with that, we had the idea of that centralized communication hub to connect the airlines on the one hand, on the one side and the fuelers on the other side. Um, so basically, when you um, when you take another look at it, it's finalizing the digitalization of this process because already an airline has a has an IT system to, to manage the, their process on their side and we have the fueler on the other side that has another IT system. But, but they are not communicating those two systems. Um, so that's why a lot, of, uh, a lot of that process is still done manually by shouting, uh, shouting out of the cockpit, by handing over paper receipt and everything we talked about last, uh, last episode. So with that help we can finally uh, connect the systems and enable a digitalized communication between the two parties. Um, and at the end of the episode, we talked more about the advantages um, of such a technology. And a lot of you uh, contacted us that we should go a little bit more into detail about those advantages. And so that's what we want to do today in our episode. So we um, we selected three different um, advantages such a system can have and we want to go a little bit more into detail about them to, to give you a real understanding of what your benefits are when implementing such a system. So for that, I again invited my colleague Ben uh, over here. Very good to be here again. Thanks very much. Thanks for joining us again. Always a pleasure. Thank you. So. Um, I want to yeah just jump right in and start with the first fact. All right. Um, so we thought okay the first one is of course um, how can you save money with such a communicative mm -hmm. hub that connects airlines and fuelers. So right. we we picked out three. Let's just start with the first one, which is it? The delay costs, right? The delay okay. costs, exactly. <laughs> it was your choice to, to start is, with whatever you wanted, but yeah. Right, yeah. But it, I think it, it's one of the most important and interesting ones. Mm -hmm. And probably it's, it's important to say that the, the advantages and, and benefits we're talking about are not things that came up in our mind, but they are really field proven and um, the input we received from, from our clients. Um, so the delay costs, very interesting one. Basically, my, my favorite one. Um, as you know, we, we've implemented this, this digital hub in first step together with our launching customer Lufthansa. It's already some years ago. And um, they rolled it out basically on all of their European outstation, outstations step by step. And they did a very good analysis with regard to the delay costs. Um, so, what they did is they analyzed how many delays are related to fuel, to the fueling process prior to having that, that digital platform and then after they've implemented it. And the, the, the numbers they, they came up with were really extremely, extremely surprising. Um, on average, they were able to, no, let's, let's rephrase that. Um, 
Prior to the platform, they had on average delays, the number of delays that have been uh, related to, fuel, uh, to fueling process were about 2% of all delays. Mm -hmm. And they have been able, especially at the outstations, to reduce that. And now I'm asking you, what do you think? What was the result? Of course, I know it already. You know it already. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll give you the answer again. Well, yeah, it's, it's, it, when you first told me the fact, I, w I was pretty surprised because actually, based on their analysis, they were able to cut down those delays to 0%, to almost 0%. Right. And it, it differed a bit from, from station to station. Course, but, but, um, um, but the most astonishing fact about that is that it wasn't just a one-time thing. Right. They kept that level. Absolutely. For for um, for the month after their their analysis, exactly. So it was an immediate uh, improvement, absolutely. And the delay cost, yeah, basically, yeah. Of, of course, they, they vanished. They vanished. <laughs> but yeah, of course, you know, it's some people might now say, okay, it's just two percent. But you know that every single delay costs money nowadays. Right. So every, every single minute, you yes. it's it's a considerable amount of money airlines, uh, airlines um, spend on that, so it's, it's really uh, a lot of money they, they saved on an, on an overall yeah. Um, perspective. Yeah, okay, okay. So thank you, Ben, for that, for the, for that insight. Um, I, I think it's, it's up to the airline. Of course, um, yeah. it will be different for each airline, but you can do the math. Of course, yeah. um, how, many delay uh, how many delays do you have that are few related on outstations? Yeah. Um, what's related to one delay minute? How do you calculate that for your airline? And then do the math. Um, so um, <laughs> do the math and uh, come up with a figure. Um, we're happy to hear that. What you could be able to, to save. Yes. So perfect. Um, so that was fact number um, improvement number one. So we have the, the the option to cut delay costs using such a communicative hub in the middle to finally digitalize the, the whole communication between the two parties. The second one mm -hmm. is what we call few related costs that is more related to saying okay we have the fuel provider on one on, on the one hand side um, that at the moment has to drive to every air, uh, to every aircraft no matter what you know because he expects that this that the plane has to be refueled exactly yeah so um, because there's no communication prior to the landing you know you just have an order uh, in place and nothing else. Yeah. There's no communication afterwards. So of course the the the, pro, the fueler drives to the uh, drives to the position and wants to fuel the plane. But in some cases, in, in um, where um, tankering might come in, the pilot already has enough fuel on board to make his return to his um, to, to to another airport. Right. Yeah. So no fueler is needed at that point. But of course. Um, there's no communication in place that can tell the, the fueler, okay, stay where you are, I don't need you. So exactly this is another aspect that can be changed with such a uh, digital hub because you, uh, the, the pilot, after everything is done at the one airport, can tell the fueler at the other airport, okay, I already have enough fuel, you don't have to come to my position. And the big advantage for you as an airline is that the, the the fueler doesn't charge you for his for his service to be at the at the at the position. It's it's such a it's it's really such a simple simple yeah. use case. It's um, just simply I simply saying I don't need you. I don't I, need I you. Already have don't come to that need. position. <laughs> right. No, it's it's really that simple. It's a, it's a function we we've implemented a bit later into that platform. And as you said, the pilot can 
basically send out a, a, a message at the um, destination airport or while being en route with using ACARS, send out a message to the, to the fuel provider and then it just knows, okay, I don't have to go to that position. And again, it's the amount of flights that brings the value. Um, you, have to look, you have to look at it on an annual basis. Yes. Exactly. It, of course, it all depends what kind of flights you're operating. If you're only operating long-haul flights, um, this whole tankering thing might not bring the, the biggest value to you. Um, but if you're operating a, a, a um, short-haul flight, um, this can really bring a lot of value. Again, we, we, we have some numbers for, from clients and depending on the network you're operating, as I said, um, you can calculate with, with savings that are at least six-digit, um, sums up to a six-digit um, number, which again is a considerable amount of, 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 of money, um, especially in such challenging times. Every, every cent counts, so, um, yeah. and it's, it's just simple, it's really simple, I, hmm? yeah, <laughs> no, no comments on that. <laughs> Nothing more, okay, uh, thank you for that. So the next and the last point for this episode is already um, we want to look at one of the, probably some people say it's still uh, the sexiest topic of the 21st century. <laughs> it's data quality, data analytics. What can you do with that um, in regards to your um, fueling data? So what can such a, a communication hub um, help you in that regard? Mm -hmm. So of course, as we already said, the communication at the moment is paper-based, shouting to each other, um, sign signing off receipts and everything. So that's what it is right now. Because it's on paper, it's nowhere near a database <laughs> when, you, when, you, when, you, when you sign the document. So of course there has to be one person putting that into a database afterwards. So that their mistakes can happen. Right. Um, incomplete records, prob probably. Some maybe the, the one fueler has a pretty bad handwriting and <laughs> nobody can yeah. read it. Um, so of course those those uh, information are not put into the database. So it's your, your data set is basically incomplete. You can do nothing without it. it you can do nothing with it. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. But with that hub, all the communication is finally digitalized right exactly. from the start. Exactly. Yeah. And we can and we have that complete data set we can work with. And so what do we do next? So so, so what is the big advantage of having that? Not besides. Mm -hmm. Saving that person who has to type the data in the database a lot <laughs> which of stress. Is already, which is already, um, it's just, first of all, it's a stupid task that a person has to sit there and go through papers and type in the, the numbers into a database. It's just a, a stupid task. Every airline should get rid of it. Um, but I think that the real advantages besides that is in the potential costs that occur in the downstream process. Mm -hmm. so of course, based on this whole fuel data, there are a lot of downstream process connected. Emission trading, this whole clearing, invoicing, and every mistake that is done when inputting the data manually leads to, first of all, additional effort in each of the downstream processes. Yeah. And it's really effort. Um, this whole emission training, this whole invoicing, it's a, it's a huge process. And if you're working with wrong numbers, it means a lot of rework to, to correct it. Yeah. And the second aspect is, and I was, it was quite surprising for me, um, the aspect of wrong invoicing. Um, Airlines do get, this was really surprising to me, um, from time to time wrong invoices from the fuel provider. Mm -hmm. Now if you have an incorrect, incomplete database, you have no chance to really say, okay, this invoice is wrong or this invoice is wrong, because you just have to, okay, must mm -hmm. be the right one. Now, once this is digital, 
once you can really rely on the data quality, you can really do the, um, the, the, the check and tell the field provider, okay, this invoice is wrong, this one's wrong, this one's wrong. And finally, and this was surprising to me, save money with that. Just okay. by checking the invoice, by having the right database, the right data quality, finally you can again save simply money. Okay, crazy. It is crazy. It's just, just data quality, yeah. And then, and as we talked beforehand, you can also enhance, as you said, with the, with the downstream processes, enhance the data you have about the fueling of process course. and mix, mix and mash them with other data to see maybe the fuel efficiency of one fleet, one plane, one pilot, of course, maybe. Of course. And even so, build your beautiful Tableau dashboards, other business intelligence softwares might apply here as well. Uh, sure. And uh, yeah. Work out ways to um, to improve your processes. So, so that's of course that's not something we can put a price tag on at the moment. No, because for every airline it, it might be different. So yeah. some some airlines might already have pretty uh, optimized processes. Some some might not. They can they can do huge improvements with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think most of the the the, the advantages, the benefits we're talking about are really. Lowing fruits, right? Yeah, it, it, it's true. so simple. And when I talk to people outside outside of the aviation industry, they they sometimes can't believe that this is not happening already. Same. They, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's really so crazy. Um, that's that's why we strongly believe is such easy to implement, easily to implement, and it's such enormous savings or benefits related to that. So yeah, why not go for it? Um, think about you know the the investment you take is it pretty is. pretty minimal yeah. as well. And this is this is not about selling our product as we no. always say is go for another product, develop your own product, whatever you want to do, but just do that because the savings are there. You just have to, to get that. Exactly. And so those are the three points we want to talk about for this episode today. Um, one thing you might miss at the you you might have we might have missed but we didn't miss because we want to talk about that in the next episode. <laughs> Which clever guys uh, <laughs> um, is the chances such a system has in COVID times, COVID nineteen. Oh yeah, um, it's 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 a huge challenge for airlines to mm -hmm. to uh, reduce the contact between um, between people in their processes. You know, right. make them uh, develop a hygiene. Um, Protocol process, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and we want really want to dive into that into in, in the next episode and give you some insights and even a real life a real world case study of one of our uh, fuelers that is really happy with the um, with the imp with the solution we implemented because it actually helped them to make their processes more COVID appropriate. <laughs> COVID. If that word exists, but it's it. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, so cool. th this is, uh, th th that's it for today. Um, we will be back in two weeks with our next episode. You already know the topic. Um, if you have any other suggestions for topics for um, the show after the next one, put them down in the comments. Uh, let us know what you think. And yeah, thanks for listening and see you guys in the next one. Welcome back, everybody, to our next episode. It's the third one already. To the third one, right. The third one of Refuel, uh, the web show where we talk about digital fuel management and nothing else. It's all about digital fuel management. Exactly. So, um, as we promised in our last episode, where we talked about the advantages of the presented solution, 
um, we want to dive a little bit deeper into a very current topic and that is how such a solution can help you in the times of COVID-19 we're in at the moment. All right, so um, first off, we want to present you what are the advantages of such a solution in our current times and why our current times are the exact right times to implement such a solution if you haven't done it already. Um, so, Ben, happy to have you again. Pleasure to be here, as always. As always, thank you. Um, so, as we talked about, about it in the last episode, so there are lots of advantages you can gain from implementing such a solution. And of course, one thing is um, we talked about improving data quality, improving, mm -hmm. um, cutting delay costs and everything, saving money in, in the long term. Right. right. Um, so we, we don't want to focus on those topics too mm -hmm. much in that episode. If you haven't watched the last episode, you could check that out and where we go a little bit, uh, a little bit more into detail about the points I just mentioned. Um, but today it's really about what how, how does it help you cope mm -hmm. with the challenges, the challenges um, COVID-19 presented to airlines around the world? And um, as we already talked about it, um, the digitalization of the fueling process isn't complete at the moment for many, many airlines. For many airlines, definitely. Many, many airlines yeah. around the world. And uh, with our solution, we can definitely close the gap end-to-end -to -end digitalization, let's say. So the whole process right. Right. is finally digitalized. So, um, but, but what is your take on that? What, how can it help you that full digitalization in the times of COVID-19, especially looking at um, limiting personal interactions? Mm -hmm. All right, I, I think, first of all, of course, um, despite COVID-19, um, it always makes sense to digitize your, your process. Um, of we, we don't have to talk about that. And as you already mentioned, it's about gaining efficiency, improving process and all that thing, yeah. which also, of course, helps you during the times of COVID-19, where all airlines have to save money, have to get more efficient mm -hmm. and all that. I think but the, the, the point you mentioned, or you want to talk about is more um, about the aspect of reducing the manual, the verbal contact um, during this whole yeah. fueling process. Mm -hmm. and, I think I, I mentioned that in one of our last episodes, um, still at many, many, many airlines, the fueling process is about, or is a verbal process. Mm -hmm. Pilot verbally um, orders fuel, um, it's a manual process where you get the receipt after the fuel and process is complete, you have to sign, so it's all, it's, it's all about personal interaction. Yes, yeah. And we, we all know personal interaction is one of the things nobody wants. In a, moment, yeah. in, a, in a pandemic situation. And from my point of view, this is the, the, the biggest asset or the biggest benefit a digital fuel solution brings with it. You can yeah. really entirely, completely eliminate any, and I'm already talking about any verbal manual process. It's yeah. completely, as you said, digitized. So it means no more screaming out of the cockpit no to more the fueler. The fueler doesn't come into the cockpit asking for a signature. Right. You as a pilot don't have to hand in the receipt at the station so they can put exactly. it into their fuel database. Exactly. Everything is already done 
by yeah, basically typing it into into your um, mobile app on your right there device, device of your choice. Right, there are different possibilities. Um, a lot of our customers are using a, a mobile app, both yeah. on both sides, the um, the pilots, but also the the um, interplay agents, mm -hmm. a few provider. Um, they can either use a mobile app. Um, some of the clients are using the the ACAS system of the the aircraft yeah. to do fuel orders. Um, also other system, the airlines or um, fuel providers are using. So there are different possibilities, but they all have one thing in common. It's a digital solution. Either yeah. a, a mobile app or a system ABCD, mm -hmm. it's mobile. Uh, it's, 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 a, digital. it's digital, sorry. <laughs> it's digital and, and this is the, the, the most important aspect. Great, okay, so finally, it, 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 it doesn't only help you to save money as we talked in the last episode, right. but basically you as a airline manager, by implementing such a system, you can take care of your staff, um, put, put, put them in a more secure situation, you know, in this, in this pandemic situation. You're right. Yeah. Right. And um, the, the thing is, we, we also talked about um, that to with, with some of our customers, fuelers and airlines. Yeah. And um, we're, as I heard, they're really happy with, with what, what they already have implemented before. Uh, the pandemic situation because now they're completely equipped to handle the, the fueling process exactly that, in a completely digitalized way yeah. in a social distanced exactly they're they're really safe they're and completely and, safe and i think it's it's first of all of course it's about the the crew or the the fueling agent but but ultimately it's also about the passengers yeah and of course um pilots talk to, to the passenger or to the crew and the crew talks to the passenger so it's about the, the clients, about the passengers, but especially, of course, about, about the crew. The crew, yeah. Okay. And they can really, um, yeah, can mm -hmm. feel safe, um, which is probably the most important <laughs> aspect right, right now. now yes. um, probably even more important, maybe that's an, an interesting aspect. Um, even before the, the corona crisis, um, we talked to a lot of airlines, mm -hmm. and they all told us, yeah, this, this makes sense, such solution makes sense, it makes sense to digitize the process, yeah, yeah. to gain efficiency, and so on and so on. Um, but this, this little aspect, this feeling safe aspect, is now even more important to many airlines than this whole thing. It excels thing. everything exactly. around it. It's yeah, just a, like the last drop, okay, now it makes sense. Now, now. we really need it. Yeah, yeah. That, now that, we should that, start that project. That, that, that's the feeling I get when talking, talking yeah. to clients at the moment as well. You know, that, yeah, even though saving money at the moment and becoming more efficient is is great and is much needed, absolutely that safety that um, that safety health aspect yeah. is much more important to them. Definitely, well. yeah. definitely. Crazy to think that we needed it a is. pandemic to 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 get to that point, but you know, it, it sometimes yeah. Yeah, I think take what you take what you get. Yeah, yeah I think um, we all know how how um, hard the, the aviation industry is hit by the pandemic. But on the other side, I also think that. Um, it drives some necessary development that, that have been necessary before, but it's just the, the last drop now to, to drive that, 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 that improvement. Yeah. As you like to say, you know, the, the crisis doesn't create any problems, it only uncovers them. Exactly. And they exactly. Yeah. 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 So the, as, you, as you mentioned, the airlines who, who um, implemented such a solution prior to the crisis, yeah. they are now in a perfect uh, situation. They don't have to do anything yeah. and they can ensure that all the staff and, and, and crew are really absolutely safe. safe, safe yeah. Great. Okay, so then we have, have covered the, the advantages. Mm -hmm. um, you, can, you can currently um, uh, harvest from, from such a solution uh, in, in those testing times. But 
I also said in, in the introduction that we're, we're going to talk about why this is the right time to implement mm -hmm. it. Of course, we already talked about it because you want to keep your staff safe and everything else. Yeah. But why is it the perfect time to implement such a solution right now, besides what we yeah, already talked about? Um, it, it sounds weird or crazy uh, at first sight um, because we also told that many, many potential clients that you should do that right now. Yeah. Um, of course, first of all, um, airlines tell you it's not the right time now to start a new project. Um, yeah. we, we have stopped many projects, so why should we start now with this one here? Um, the point is that there actually has never been a better time to, to implement a digital fuel management system because the operation is I wouldn't say um, um, the, the operation is limited. <laughs> yeah, it's probably the right word. I was looking for that. <laughs> it's, it's extremely limited. Yeah. Um, we, we had some implementation projects prior to COVID, and it is super tough to implement such a solution when you have a busy operation with many flights and you know all the, the peaks and, and all that stuff. Um, right now, there are not that many flights. Um, stuff is available, yeah. and therefore, the, the implementation can be. Um, executed can be can be finalized much much quicker than in, in normal times. Um, yeah. to, to give you a number for that, um, we've implemented with a with a large airline prior to COVID. It roughly took six to eight months mm -hmm. to do that. Yeah. Um, right now, we, we did that a couple of months ago. We did that um, during the, the pandemic, and the, the entire project was delivered within a time frame of one to two months. So it's crazy to think about that. Yeah. It's, it was the same project, yeah. but just um, very limited operations, yeah. stuff available, and of course there was the pressure to do that right now, for sure. That's it. Um, but I think, as you said, it's, it's the perfect time to do it because it's, it's much easier right now than during a, a busy operations time. Yeah, of course, because you have more, more, more important stuff to do at that point. Or yep. you, you, you don't feel the urge to do it. To, to exactly. Do that. Exactly. That's what we talked about already. So, Ben, thank you. For that, for, for those insights, and um, with that, we answered the question of um, why such a solution is needed during the times of COVID nineteen, and why this is why those are the right times to move forward with such a project right now. So that's where we end for today. So so this was the uh, third episode of uh, Refuel. Um, we're gonna be back uh, in two weeks' time and uh, focus on a topic that I will um, post on social media next week. Okay, yes, yeah, so surprise! A little, a little sneak peek is going to be available in a week. Alright, uh, check it out. Check it out, so please please follow us on all, um, all social media platforms so you don't miss any information on how we're going to move forward with this format. So Ben, thank you for being here once again and uh, hopefully you're going to be here I would love many, it. many more times in the future. As um, long as you invite me, I will be here. Okay. <laughs> so it's up to you. It's up to me. So great. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe put uh, put put it in the comments if you if you want me to invite him again. <laughs> be careful, guys. Be, be careful. careful. <laughs> um, so, but for now, that's it. Um, see you guys in two weeks. Um, I will keep you posted about the next episode. And till then, bye. Cheers. Bye bye. Hey guys, podcast is over. Thanks very much for listening. Um, but before you leave, um, you could do me one last favor. Uh, it 
really means the world to me and to the whole team if you could follow us on, on YouTube. We are putting out so much video content at the moment, a daily video show called uh, Ben Talks. We've got a weekly session um, called Ask Ben, behind the scenes material, really limitless video material about airlines, KPIs, innovations, our thoughts, our products, and so much more. So um, really means the world to me. Head over to YouTube, search for information design one, the word one, not the number one. And then you will find our channel. Uh, make sure to follow it and enjoy our video content. Have a great day. Cheers and bye-bye.